Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Deeper Daily Podcast for the 11th day of August. It's a Friday. I hope your work week has went well. I hope if you get the weekend off and free that you are... Uh, you got something exciting planned to do or maybe just a little bit of rest or if you're a weekend worker, maybe this podcast will help get your work weekend started. Uh, want to just thank you for your continued support and your prayers as those of you who've partnered together with us to make this possible for us to do things like the podcast every day. It does take, uh, well, a considerable amount of our lives have to be squared away to do this, and so you make that possible with your continued support. If you've never helped us financially, please consider doing so as you listen to the Holy Spirit. And that's all I ask you to do. Just listen to the Spirit on how to give and how much and when and whether it should be regularly or even if it's never at all. Um, If you do decide that that's a route you'd like to go, please visit paulwhiteministries.com. And check our online giving, and we would appreciate whatever you can do. Okay, Mark chapter 14, we're in verse 36. Jesus has just went a little farther. F-A-R-T-H-E-R. But he's going to go a little further. F-U-R-T-H-E-R. He's going farther in that he goes a little bit more distance into the garden. He's about to go further in that he's about to take the prayer up a notch. He says this in verse 36. Abba... Father, all things are possible for you. Take this cup away from me. Nevertheless, not what I will, but what you will. He doesn't say, will you take this cup away from me? Or please take this cup away from me. He says, take this cup away from me. But then says, not what I want, but what you want. So Jesus has given us other indications that he can ask of his father. And the father will do it. We know that at Calvary, he has a legion of angels waiting to pull him off the cross. All he has to do is say. But Jesus has become what Paul would call become obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. So let's start with this father-son relationship. First of all, Jesus calls his father Abba, which is a colloquial Aramaic word for father. Um, Oftentimes translated daddy. But it's a, it's a word of close relationship. It's not merely a title like father. It's a close relationship. So in the English, we often call this daddy because it's the best way for us to really relate to the word. And we know that Jesus has this sort of relationship with his father. Um, that... That gets repeated. Of course, Paul uses that. The spirit inside of us cries out, Abba, Father. And it could also be what Jesus means when he says that he has revealed his Father's name to his disciples. And the name that Jesus reveals that we hadn't seen before is Abba. So that, that seems to coincide perfectly with the attitude that Christ has of familial, compassionate love that the name he would reveal of his father to his disciples would be a word most closely associated with daddy. But for the rest of this podcast, I want to investigate this phrase, this thing about the cup. Take this cup away from me. Now we know direct correlation is that Jesus just offered a cup to the disciples and said, take, drink, this is my blood. 
shed for you. So he inserts his yet-to-be-shed blood for the disciples and says it's shed for many. And I don't know if I brought that out back in verse 24, but shed for many is a phrase from Isaiah 53. I think we brought that out so that they would know what he was talking about. But the cup is what you take into yourself. Okay, so what is it that he's, he's taking into himself? Remember, he's, he's Hebrew, so he has the Hebrew language to work with. And so when he talks about a cup, he's talking about an Old Testament symbol. He, he wouldn't have called it the Old Testament, but you, you get it. You get what I mean. By our Old Testament, it's a symbol for suffering and a symbol for wrath. You're going to hear my pages turning on my, through my microphone here, but I'm going to go through a little Old Testament journey with you. I want to read for you several of the places in the Old Testament where the cup appears, and you just see if you can catch some sort of trend. Here's Psalm 75, 8. For in the hand of the Lord there is a cup, and the wine is red. It is fully mixed, and he pours it out. Surely its dregs shall all the wicked of the earth drain and drink down. Isaiah chapter 51, beginning in verse 17. Awake, awake, stand up, O Jerusalem, you who have drunk at the hand of the Lord the cup of his fury. You have drunk the dregs of the cup of trembling and drained it out. There is no one to guide her among all the sons she has brought forth, nor is there any who takes her by the hand among all the sons she has brought up. These two things have come to you. Who will, who will be sorry for you? Desolation and destruction, famine and sword. By whom will I comfort you? Your sons have fainted. They lie at the head of all the streets like an antelope in a net. They're full of the fury of the Lord, the rebuke of your God. Therefore, please hear this, you afflicted, and drunk, but not with wine. Thus says your Lord, the Lord and your God, who pleads the cause of his people. See, I've taken out of your hand the cup of trembling, the dregs of the cup of my fury. You shall no longer drink it. Jeremiah chapter 25 and verse 15. For thus says the Lord God of Israel to me. Take this wine cup of fury from my hand and cause all the nations to whom I send you to drink it. Ezekiel chapter 23, verse beginning in verse 31. You have walked in the way of your sister, therefore I will put her cup in your hand. Thus says the Lord God, you shall drink of your sister's cup, the deep and wide one. You should be laughed to scorn and held in derision. It contains much. You will be filled with drunkenness and sorrow, the cup of horror and desolation, the cup of your sister Samaria. You shall drink it and drain it. You shall break its shards and tear at your own breasts, for I have spoken, says the Lord God. It's never good. <laughs> the cup is all kinds of terror all kinds of sorrow, all kinds of judgment, all kinds of wrath. Jesus takes that, not as God angry at Jesus, but Jesus just said he was bearing the sins of many. This is the wrath of God on the sin of Adam. And Jesus is going to take that sin into himself. Not what I will, 
but what you will. Tomorrow, Jesus finds Peter sleeping. We'll talk about that, and we'll introduce the sermon coming up for Sunday. God bless.